0: In imaginary Jack dreamland, so a.k.a. daydreams, you get to have any kind of revenge you want.
1: I'm going to fire up a blunt. Welcome to Movie Muggin, the father and son podcast that likes pina coladas and getting caught in the rain. Does that ring a bell at all?
0: It does, (laughs) but I mean, I've heard that song a thousand times and you've said that probably a thousand (laughs) times.
1: Do you know what that song's about?
0: Yeah, you said what it's about. Drinking pina coladas and getting caught in the rain. No, no, no. He's having trouble with his lady. Having trouble with my lady. I I
1: think at the very beginning he says, I was tired of my lady. (laughs)
0: That's what, yeah. So it's about, it's his whole, it's like his profile, like his Tinder profile. Except If in you the like East. pina coladas and getting caught in the rain. Yeah. Um, If you like walking after midnight.
1: Yeah, I think with so. With my
0: granny Lorraine.
1: Yeah, exactly. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, so he puts an ad in the paper because back then you had to put ads in papers.
0: I put an ad in the paper. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> you could probably say <laughs> 90% of that song in just <laughs> that way, you know?
1: Yeah, so he puts <laughs> an ad in the paper, and then somebody answers, and they're like, "Yes, I like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain and banging on the seashore and stuff Walking like that with
0: Granny Lorraine." So
1: they decide to meet up,
0: and it's his lady, and it's his lady. Yeah, I, I do remember that. But
1: instead of being like, "You motherfucking <laughs> cheating son of a bitch," they're like, "Oh, ha, 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 yeah, this is <laughs> so funny. Let's how, go home and make love." How weirdly romantic. <laughs> Kind of fucked
0: up. Like, I cheated. On, I was trying to cheat on you, you were trying to cheat on yeah, me. Yeah,
1: let's get married. <laughs> All right, well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father-and-son duo who love watching movies and having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father-son time together. This is episode number 72. Blevendy 2 oh, Stop it. <laughs> I figured so I'd bring stupid. it back. <laughs> I'm going to quit saying the episode number, because that okay. just kind of takes the wind out of my sails. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. all right everybody you know what time it is it's lobby time with vince and jack all right everybody welcome to the movie mugging lobby this is time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to the movie we're going to be watching but we still think it's important enough to warrant some airtime nice so first things first i uh I want to wish uh, one of our special listeners a very happy birthday. And before we sat down, uh, Jack and I put pen to paper and we wrote a little something for you. And it goes like this. Go, Erica. It's your birthday. We're going to party like it's it's your your birthday. birthday. We're going to sip Bacardi Bacardi like like it's your birthday. birthday. And we really do give a fuck that it actually is your birthday.
0: Sweet. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That took us like. I remember writing that. Yeah. About 15 minutes. To, to come it took up, us longer than that. No, Erica, we we uh, we're big fans of you and co-captain Chris, and uh, we love it when you say "ew." Yeah, that's our favorite.
0: And we share a birthday month, so yeah, I'm looking forward to see what y'all write for my birthday. Mm-hmm. So and you,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, top that. Top what we wrote. Yeah, that's a dare. Um.
0: Maybe spend more than fifty cents on yours. Yeah, uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs>
1: I don't know what that means, but I think it's funny. <laughs> Jack wanted to send you a special homemade present, but I I nixed that right away. It was it I was a, like, it was a joke. There happen. was no
0: intent, <laughs> but when we took care of Co-Captain Chris. Yeah, we did. We gave him a triple P. Yeah, and so I thought maybe no, we could give no, you a triple no, P.
1: No, 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 no. <laughs> Just stop right there. Just. Paper
0: mache or something. <laughs> I don't really. I'm not an expert at making that kind.
1: No, I would think not. <laughs> I would hope not. So, uh, oh gosh, I mean, I need to and cut that hope out. I
0: wasn't a, a fucking expert at making either.
1: No, I'm actually really proud of you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's cool. It is cool. If, if you did that when you were my age, when I made it, oh my gosh, you and your friends would have had a good time. My
1: friends, yeah, like you would have told it? them how to oh, do it. Okay. No. <laughs>
0: I don't, it's not very hygienic. All right, I'm Just done with share it. it. I'm done with it, Paul. <laughs> <It'd be laughs> take like your, your turn. Your friend texts you at like 8 p.m. Like, yo,
1: we're gonna flip a coin, see who goes first.
0: <laughs> like, if if we sh- like me and my friend shared it, we'd definitely send nasty pictures about oh do- like like of us like putting it like next to a bunch of dog hair or something like what? that, like to fuck with each other because it's funny and gross. Dog hair. I'm saying like. Like it's your turn, and and it would like be right next to something nasty, because <laughs> like we, like we put dog hair in. Like it, it or needs to
1: be nastier after somebody else has used it. <laughs> but
0: but, <laughs> like it but still, that nastier. makes it gross. You put like a, like crumbs on it or something. Be like <laughs> it's ready for you.
1: <laughs> anyway, happy birthday, Erica. <laughs> yeah, happy birthday. All right, next. Um, this is going to be a segment within the segment. Mm. It's going to be called Life Pro Tips with Vince. Or LPT with V and the LBC.
0: I was going to say, why did you say V the double like, G? like you say LBC? Because he'll say LBC like that and stuff sometimes. Yeah. Like you'll be doing Snoop Dogg stuff and you do the accent or whatever.
1: But only on the left side. Yeah, that's the crip so, side.
0: So say LPT with V again. Like <laughs> Last time you said V
1: with the Snoop Dogg. The LPT with V. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's right, guys. That's our special guest for tonight's episode is Snoop Dogg. <laughs> As you can hear, he's here. You can say something cool, Snoop Dogg.
1: I'm gonna fire up a blunt. <laughs> Hell yeah!
0: I don't think he ever says I'm gonna fire up a blunt because he always has one fired up.
1: Mm-hmm. Gosh, I'd love to have Snoop and Willie Nelson in here, just well, hanging. Yeah, we
0: could have some top shelf weed.
1: Like, I'm not interested in doing drugs. Like, for real. I mean, not not for I mean, real. Yeah, but if Willie dude. Nelson pulled up in the tour bus, or if Snoop pulled up in a tour bus and it's like, hop on, dude, I'm smoking out with him.
0: Well, yeah. Without question. I mean, it's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be able to hang, though.
1: I'm not going to try to hang. I'm going to get my buzz on, and then I'm just going to listen to them I and don't- just... I'm not
0: sure that's how it works, as you haven't smoked in many years, to my knowledge. Yeah, no. And then you you probably, last time you smoked was what?
1: 1995.
0: So now you would go from, I've only smoked weak shit and it was like 30 years ago, to I'm smoking the best shit. (laughs) So you wouldn't be able to get your buzz on, you'd forget. (laughs) You'd forget everything. It would just happen.
1: Snooper Willie, if you're listening, let's uh, let's find out exactly what I would do. Just go ahead and pull on up to the Movie Mugging Studios, honk the horn, and I'll be right down. All right. So the Life Pro Tips with Vents or LPT with V, they're both bathroom life pro tips. The first one is we got together with my family the other day, mm-hmm. and we were talking to my sister, and I don't know how it came up. Well, fuck, I know how it came up. We, whenever we have a conversation, it it ends up bathroom humor in some way, shape, or form. True. She told me about something called the catcher's mitt. And what the catcher's mitt is is if you don't want people to hear you taking a dump, you get enough toilet paper and you put it right on the surface of the water and you dump into that. And supposedly, you can't hear the plops. I'm the kind of guy I don't want anybody to hear me taking a shit. It depends on the day. No, it doesn't depend because on the Because if day.
0: I'm just like really need a shit and I'm over
1: it, I'm not taking the time. Like I never want anybody to hear me shit. When I was in the army, like I'd go to the bathroom and there'd be somebody already in there and I'm, I'm fucking, I'm out. I'm, I'm like going to wait. I'm going to act like I'm reading a magazine right outside the bathroom door. And as soon as they leave, I'm going to go in.
0: And like, th- that is annoying. I don't like being in, I don't like
1: being in a bathroom when someone else is there. Like everybody else seem fine. Just fart plop, you know, just, they don't even fucking care. They just go in. Someone would even come in and grunt and they'd be like, Hey, who's, who's there? Got anything to read? And God, no, don't talk to me. And I don't want to hear you shit either. Savages. My my boss, I think I've told you this story before. Probably. Yeah. He, We had a work bathroom, and I went in there one time, and uh, he was like, Vince, is that you? And I'm like, yeah. And and he, he wants to have a conversation. And it's a small bathroom, and he's taking a shit, and you can hear it plop, and he just wants to have a conversation. What the fuck is wrong with you people? Shitting should be a private thing. It is weird. Nobody should hear it. Nobody should be around you while you're doing it, Right. I mean, yeah,
0: mo- I would say 99% of the time.
1: And if I ever have to go, like, in public, like, there's those little opening slots where anybody could just see in. Or someone's and-
0: fucking ill-mannered child could crawl <laughs> under like I've seen in fucking hundreds of videos. Oh, It's uh. like, there was one where this dude, he was taking a shit, and he was videoing it. and What, he was videoing it. shit, No, he, he was like... I don't know if, like, the kid was being super loud and he was going to record it, uh. but it's just pointing at the floor. And then a kid comes up, uh, comes under, he's like, dude, I'm taking a crap <laughs> like, like, someone's fucking kid. Like, don't they know that there's, like, like, fucking hair and shit on the bathroom floor?
1: Some people are just shitty parents. And, and that's what it boils down I know. to. I remember one time... <laughs> Degan, <laughs> I don't think you do. One time we were at this restaurant, and I think it was one of those like Golden Corral all you can eat places. When you were a kid, or? No, 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 no. When 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 I was an adult, and you know, all right, let's let's be real. Some of the people that go to those Golden <laughs> Corral all you can eat places, they're most. Let, let's just say they're probably not top shelf. Most. I guess, I, as- I, you
0: didn't start your sentence correctly. <laughs> I was there. Most if not all. How about okay. that?
1: I was there. But I like I like the chocolate fountain, you know, because you can put like <laughs> fried shrimp in there or your macaroni and cheese or a strawberry or whatever. Anyway, there's this kid, and I don't know, he's like three or something like that, and he's just running all over the place, and the parents not paying any attention to him at all. Every every now and then the mom be like, James, get back over here, James. You know, instead of coming and grabbing him, mm-hmm. yanking him by the arm and, and just pulling him back out and of him. saying, You stay in your fucking chair. James would go running around, on your like he put his hands near. He he'd like trying to reach the food and stuff like that. He couldn't. Thank James, God. James. Then that little fucker came right over to me and was just looking at me, and I'm like, "What?" And his hands are fucking greasy, and he touches me. I didn't know what to do. I, I wanted to just like push him down, or I wanted to be a like, lady, come get your fucking kid. But instead, I'm just kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> I was so pissed because it's like.
0: In imaginary uh, Jack Dreamland, when that <laughs> happens, you grab the kid by, by his shirt, like under his chin, right. like a bully. You walk out the front door, and you make him eat the curb.
1: Oh, gosh, no. no. That was a joke.
0: No, but, but... But but you slap him a bunch, and no, then you, put, no. you push him down.
1: You don't slap somebody okay. else's child.
0: I know um. I, w- I said in imaginary Jack Dreamland, so a.k.a. Daydreams, you get to have any kind of revenge you want on a three-year-old. No, you, man. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: I, look, okay, I was push baby. him down then because pushing kids down. Nah, I, look, <laughs> it's I, funny. Okay, I was with you when you were like grabbing by the. By the shirt. And, <laughs> and like lift him up? No, no, just pull him <sighs> close and say, look, motherfucker, I'm not your mom and dad. I'm not going to put up with your fucking shit. You get back over that fucking table. Don't you fucking come near me again. And then be like, hey, James, why don't you go on back? And then just send him <laughs> See back fucking James. crying with that look of shock in his eyes. I was thinking more you could like
0: clear a table <laughs> <laughs> with them. Like, you know how like the long dining tables. <laughs> like a bar. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Same thing. Yeah, you knock just over everybody's clear drink. all the like the the meatloaf, the spaghetti, the macaroni, the <laughs> yeah. tuna salad, the tacos. Uh. You take them all over all
1: of those. His face ends up in a pile of
0: Jello <laughs> or potato salad. But you have him grabbed by the back of his shirt, and you yep. just like wipe the table with them. Right, yeah, and it's like a little bit of a throw too, so he like slides uh, yeah. even further. Now and can you just c- walk over and you you finish eating your your shrimp
1: a la mode. Yeah, with a pork chop, fish, and corn on the cob, and whatever else you happen to get. corn fritters and hush puppies. Ah, yeah. No, I could get behind that one. I I (laughs) like that one. That one's funny. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I said the other ones because I a little bit of shock value. Yeah,
1: you like shock value.
0: Because shock value doesn't really get to me most of the time. Mm -hmm. Shock value
1: is easy for me to say and think about. but It concerns me sometimes. (laughs) I'm going to be honest. So my uh, sister's catcher's mitt. She swears by it, and she poops all the time, as you know. And everybody does. Well, she poops more than most, I think. So it, it, it leads me to believe that it's probably a truth, and therefore I'm going to put my Vince stamp of approval on this as a Life Pro tip.
0: Except you haven't tried it. Doesn't matter. I would never put... It-
1: Look, I haven't tried Quaaludes either, and I know those two <laughs> are going to be pretty awesome. Yeah. And I also put my stamp of approval on quayludes. Me too. All right, second Life Pro bathroom tip. At work, we have a a co-ed bathroom. Is that what it's called? What is it called? This
0: an employee bathroom. Yeah, just
1: an employee bathroom. It's just one toilet. It's kind of a big room. It doesn't have a urinal or anything. It's just just a toilet. I I walk in there the other day, and it stinks really, really bad, but I got to go. So lift the seat up, take a leak. But I'm normally a nice guy, and I will put the toilet seat down, Mm -hmm. you know, in case some ladies come in there later. I don't want to be, oh, that guy fucking can't put the toilet seat down. So I was about to put the seat down and then I thought, if I put the seat down and somebody's out waiting, they're going to think that I tore the place up. Yeah. So I left the seat up and then exited out of there. And that way, if anybody came in, they would be like, oh man, somebody before him tore it up. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying is if you ever go take a dump somewhere and uh, you know it's bad, go ahead and lift the seat up before you leave. And then if somebody's out there waiting, be like, dude, that wasn't me. And then they'll go in and they'll be like, yeah, obviously it wasn't you. Even if you're a female,
0: I was gonna say that only works for men. No,
1: no, no, no. Even if it was a female, you could be like, uh, "Yeah, I was just in there washing my hands, man. That's about all I, you know, uh, fucking COVID, man. I just had to wash my hands and Why uh, are you man, in there for thirty I, minutes? I, I, I was putting on some lipstick or changing your tampon. Yeah, changing your tampon because, yeah. Let, let's face it. If if you're a female and you come out and you say something about a tampon, and there's a guy out there, that conversation's over. Yeah, he's not gonna take that any further. You're not at interested. All. No, not at all. It's funny when you were a kid, you stumbled upon some uh, tampons in the no. house, and what what was it that you called them? I thought they're diarrhea sticks. And, and can, can you expand on what you thought they were? I
0: honestly, I can't really be one hundred percent sure.
1: Let me just repeat it. He thought they were diarrhea sticks.
0: Yeah, I, I thought they were like they had something to do with like helping you poop. <laughs> that's really the most detail i can go into without just making something up you know mm-hmm.
1: like
0: uh, i probably thought it was this i'm not even
1: going to try so you you can't explain that maybe you shoved them up well, your butt I, and they th- helped you poop? i or? was pretty
0: sure see like i'm not even 100% sure on that but i i'm 80% sure that i thought you had to eat them <laughs> i didn't i'd never seen what was inside of them no. i only saw the wrapper yep I and mean, maybe I thought it was like a string cheese or something. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I, well, there is a uh, string. So. I definitely didn't know that uh, it was cotton. Just <laughs> Have you ever like unwrapped
1: one and just seen what a tampon looks like? Uh, Can we, could, Would you like to do it on air? No. Oh, I okay. mean, it, I've seen them in like <laughs>
0: the side of the road and stuff. <laughs> and I did find one on the floor at school once in the gym. And I picked it up. <laughs> By the string, and I was acting like I was Bruce Lee. I was? (laughs) That I was in, like, I think... Did you know what it was? I think it was... I think I was in high school. (laughs) I think I was a freshman. I would like to see you reenact that one day. Please. It won't be genuine.
1: All right, got anything else for the lobby? No. All right, well, let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and Jack will unveil today's movie.
0: Okay, so today's movie came out in 2020.
1: Fuck. No, 2014. <laughs> uh, okay. I was I was 100% prepared for Borat 2.
0: <laughs> I keep forgetting about it. 100%. And then I already had this movie's info okay. gun like, downloaded. 2014? Yeah, okay. 2014. All right. Uh, rated R, runtime of one hour and 33 minutes. And I'm actually very surprised. I, I had, I've i seen this movie and- A long time ago. Um, I'm pretty surprised because the ratings were not what I thought they would be. So Rotten Tomatoes gave this a 26%.
1: Holy shit.
0: Well, the audience gave it a 40%. IMDb rated this 6.2 out of 10 stars. Um,
1: Certified Jack Pick.
0: I I mean, I really... (laughs) (laughs) fuck. (laughs) Uh, The Mormon Mothers tell us that there are about 60 F-bombs and that mixed cocktails and short glasses of liquor are seen on tables around the night,
1: gl- like it was shot glasses. The Mormon mothers don't know what <laughs> it, to call it.
0: it. It's like they, they don't want it shot glasses slang. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm sure. But uh, yeah, this movie is called As Above, So Below.
1: Is it a scary movie?
0: Sort of. Not scary to me, but this would qualify for, I would say... Halloween Spectacular. Okay. But I realized I actually had like four scary movies on my list and it had just been a while before I looked.
1: Hey, it's your pick, man. All right. So, as above, so below? Yep. All right. Let's do it, ladies and gentlemen. Let's take a movie and pause. <music> and we are back after watching 2014's As Above, So Below. Yep. Not bad, man. Thanks. Not bad at all.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I definitely don't think it's deserving of a 26 or I, a 40. I would agree 100%. Or I think a 62 would be IMDb's.
1: Yeah. No, I I, uh, well, I don't want to give too much away. Yeah, but, I figured uh, you didn't want to. Let me give it the 50-cent tour or the 50-cent tour. Mm, go shoddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This movie is about a lady who's, I think her her dad was kind of like an explorer looking for the Philosopher's Stone, also known as the Sorcerer's Stone in Harry Mm. Potter. And she's in Iran at the beginning, and she finds some like hieroglyphic things that are hidden, and it tells her a secret, which she matches with another secret, and she meets up with one of her friends, and they figure out where it is, and then they basically hire some people in Paris to go into the catacombs, real deep into these fucking creepy ass caves to find the philosopher's stone she finds it all sorts of creepy shits going on the whole time yeah people are getting picked off one by one and, and yeah it's nutty and we'll get into some of that here in a little bit
0: and it's a found footage film so it has yeah. to go very poorly
1: yeah it's it's kind of like um well not not, not necessarily a found footage
0: well yeah well found footage implies that the people died long ago and somebody stumbled across their footage. Mm-hmm.
1: Three of them live out of the... What's, oh, spoiler alert. Good grief. Like five or six. Yeah. Yeah, let's see what the internet has to say. Archaeologist Scarlett Marlowe has devoted her whole life to finding one of history's greatest treasures, Flamel's Philosopher's Stone. According to legend, the artifact can grant eternal life and turn any metal into gold. When she learns that the stone is hidden underground in the catacombs of Paris, she assembles a crew to guide her and document her historic mission. As they begin their descent, the team members have no way of knowing that they are entering their own personal hell. Mm -hmm. Or entering actual hell. The original Harry Potter book, uh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, was originally called, and it might still be called in in England, the Philosopher's Stone. Or maybe there are some books where it's printed Philosopher's Stone Mm -hmm. on it. And Nicholas Flamel was a name that was in the first Harry Potter book. Um, Was he the one with the face on his head? On the back of his head, the face on his head.
0: He like took off his like like headdress thing, and then on the on the oh, back of his head, there's someone else's
1: face. That was Voldemort's face, or he who must not be named. Oh, so, I can't uh, believe you named him. <sighs> Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. I'm just gonna do it all right now. Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. <laughs> so this movie. It starts a little bit slow and it started. You said it starts out really hot. Well, and stuff, yeah, because but- the
0: very, very beginning, whenever she goes and she breaks down a wall of stuff in a cave that's about to be blown up, and there's like this big black bull statue with like ancient stuff on it, and she reads it. She runs out of that room, and then there's a body hanging from a noose right in front of her, and she has to keep running. Yeah. The first five minutes are pretty hot. That was because uh, you were we were eating, and so I wanted you to you pay attention. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's because the beginning stuff was kind of important. Finding that bull and seeing the guy hanging lets you know that shit's gonna go down.
1: Yeah, I the first part it didn't hook me. Mm-hmm. I could almost I don't know the best way to put this is I I could almost feel like the director was right there and the camera crew was right there. It just didn't feel mm-hmm. genuine, I guess. And I was like, yeah, this is. I don't know, man. This didn't feel like it's going to be done very well. Like, the acting was not very good. And that's okay. But once they got into the catacombs and shit started happening, it didn't fucking matter anymore.
0: And when it's a found footage type film, the acting doesn't, to me, doesn't need to be as good as a regular movie because it's leading you to believe that they're regular people more. Mm -hmm. And so I guess maybe that's why I didn't notice that the acting wasn't very good.
1: By the end, it, it didn't it didn't really matter to me mm-hmm. at all. Um, I didn't even notice it. When you first go down into the catacombs, the walls are like skulls and stuff like that yeah. because they said like six million people died down there or there were six million people buried down there. Really, really fucking buried. creepy place.
0: Like I don't want my femur to be right <laughs> next to someone's like old butt bone or something. Or coccyx. I don't even know what that is. I, I know it's a
1: bone. I think Napoleon Dynamite's... Grandma <laughs> busted her. Oh, if I remember yeah, right.
0: when she's in the sand dunes. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> what a badass grandma. No doubt. <laughs> but the the place is creepy as hell. I don't know, man. I, I could never be like a spelunker or a caver or whatever yeah. they call them. I could go down into a cave. Like we we've, we've stopped at like caverns before and walked through caves and stuff like that. I
0: can't even remember. They're
1: they're so tall. They have the stalagmites and the stalactites. I mean, you're not really like crawling or having to bend over or anything, and I'm down with that. They don't put
0: tourists in those places.
1: No, fuck no. Fuck no, man. Just barely being able to squeeze through things, and if something shifts and you're just stuck there forever, uh, I'm fucking out. I'm not even going to be like, no, man. I'm not even, No. There was there was new construction behind my house when I was growing up, and they had the big sewer pipes. And they were they were big enough to where you could walk in them, but you had to hunch down a little bit. And then they had like offshoots where you would have to crawl into them.
0: And were these just above ground? Like they hadn't put them in yet? Or? No,
1: no, no, no. They they were they were underground, but they hadn't really started the construction. They hadn't started like attaching everything to them. And of course, being kids, we fucking got right in there with our flashlights and stuff. And one of them was probably, I don't know, man, it felt like two miles long. It was probably like a quarter of a mile or something like that. And whenever we would go in there, there was always that feeling of, they're going to come close this up. <laughs> like, yeah, right, We're in the middle of it. I, I never felt comfortable in there at all. I can't imagine going down in like real catacombs where they were. Fuck that. Crawling through all those crevices and stuff like that. And... Like, you know how, have you
0: ever felt an aura of a place? Like you get this overcoming feeling of
1: blank when you've been somewhere? I think I have. I, I can't recall any examples, but that, that feels...
0: I can I can recall one. It was, was it a hospice home? Oh. Because we walked in there and I was like, we need to <sighs> get my grandma to a different place because this place is evil. Like, I I couldn't shake it. Yeah. And and like, it took mom having to talk to me and you talking to me. It felt like it's like almost you couldn't smell it, but it was like you were breathing death and it felt like I was just in hell. I I can't imagine what the catacombs and where they were. Like, that just the air. Like, it's not just, it's not air anymore. It's evil air. And it's got to have such a weird, like, thick feeling. Of just like, this is terrible, this is bad. Just dread.
1: <laughs> yeah. Absolute dread.
0: As, I, there's just so many parts where I was like, man, I wish I, like, if I was there, I would have taken my cyanide pill already. <laughs> Cause you, that is just, it's fucked. And I like how in movies, um, whether it's hell or evil or something like that, or like how in Harry Potter, that one chest that they have to open and it's their worst fear is inside. I, I like whenever the evil entity can fuck with you like that. Like how uh, the kid saw his brother that drowned, that he was going to help save, and then he drowned when he was getting help. Uh, there's one main, the main guy who knew the catacombs the best, uh, who they had helped them. Uh, his name is Papillon. Uh, like they walk around the corner and there's this burning car with someone in it and they basically, the guy in the burning car drags him and he's like, it's not my fault. So like it had, there's personal ties within the evils.
1: And I like that. They're like a thousand feet down in these catacombs and in these caves, and you turn a corner and there's a car burning.
0: Or a a piano. It it
1: was just crazy shit was all over the place, and crazy fucking creepy ass people would just like walk by. Or or you would just catch a look at their face, or there'd be some body hanging, or there'd be some cloaked dude sitting in a chair and, and he'd have his back to you. Fuck that. Faces in the wall that could try to bite you. I mean...
0: Like, and they would, like, came out of the wall at one point and they'd turn real aggressive.
1: This this movie was filmed like Blair Witch. Like, I thought Blair Witch was good until the end. It did not have the payoff at all. I thought I, it, it was, was stupid. It was stupid. And end. just somebody eating well, the corner of a wall, yeah, <laughs> and I, it's like, oh, no! I like the idea <laughs> of it, and it scared the shit out of your mother. Like, um, just turn around. We, we, we had the <laughs> VHS we rented from Blockbuster or something, and she was like, take that, that outside, out of the house. put it in the garage. I can't, even, I can't even have the tape in the house. The <laughs> VHS that you completely
0: burn, and then it shows up at your doorstep, <laughs> and the yeah. doorbell rings. But this,
1: this had the payoff. Yeah. Fucking jump scares got me twice. What was the second one? Jump scares never get me. I know the the first one was
0: just it was a sound. It was a sound, which that's a little bit cheaper than a visual because visuals people are
1: now more convi- like uh, conditioned to not jump at those. The other one, even though I knew it was coming, it barely got me, barely jolted me. Was when Benjamin was up at the top, about to rappel down. Oh, and the lady and the like, the little girl had walked by. And that he- was the lady from the club. Oh, okay, and he's looking for with the camera, and he's turning it one way, and he's turning it another, and he's turning it another way, and you're like, pretty soon he's going to turn it, and she's going to be there. And yeah, yeah, even though I knew it was fucking coming, he turns the camera again, and she's right there, and, and it got me just a little bit. Enough, all right, so one one and a half jump scares. Okay. One and a half, but I never get jump scared, ever, but this movie got me one and a half times.
0: I would say I got either one and a half or two from the same two parts as you.
1: <laughs> I think you got a little more than that. So this girl, who's basically dragging everybody down there with her, she's crazy, man. She's like leading the way all the time. She's, she's like, so got, ambitious. We got to push on. We got to push on. Meanwhile, the first time I see, like, there's some crazy dude who's been living down there forever, and like he bashes a, he- a girl's head in. He's he's not real. He, I, I'm 100% like a hundred percent firm believer that he's dead,
0: because they like find him in there, and it was like it's been like two years, and. He's really fucked up and weird. And then there's part where they like swim through this tunnel to get to the next room, and he's there and he's not even wet. And then that's
1: another thing hang out, and then we can go back to that. So getting in the floor and ducking your head to swim and not knowing how far you got to go no. and, and when you're going to come up. N- no, I would brought a vacuum down there to vacuum up the water uh, so, so I, I could I, breathe. I've done some of those like warrior dash or mud runs before, mm-hmm. and part of it you have to go under something. And, and that's not a problem because you can just see right where it is, but yeah. you still feel a little uneasy it. It just feels bad. It, but not knowing how far you have to swim to come up on the other side and just be like, all right, let's do it. No, that's just, and, and, you're just going to drown. And not enough room to turn around. I don't and, know about you, you, but I, I can't swim backwards very well.
0: Yeah, not very well, especially if they're not going one at a time, like yeah. they didn't at one point. And I'm like, you're shitting me, right? <laughs> and also... I feel sorry for the people who had to go through each thing last. Yeah. Because I'm going with someone in front of me and behind me. (laughs) Sorry. Just like a haunted house. But I'm not not being last.
1: This place was creepier than the haunted house and the haunt. Yeah. For fucking sure. Yeah,
0: because it's fucking hell. Yeah. (laughs) Hell has to be scarier because it's hell. So they... I mean, uh, if it wasn't scary, I'd be disappointed because hell is supposed to be
1: awful. So I interrupted you earlier. You were talking about the, the dude who, and even he showed up on the other side and yeah, he wasn't even wet. Yeah, and he wasn't
0: wet, and wet. Like, he was just something, another part
1: to fuck with people. They would crawl through know. things and then they would get through it and they would be right back where they were. That happened in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. They had
0: this ultimatum. They either crawl through this, like, tiny little crawl space with just bones for floor and you got to pull up your sleeve so you don't get your wrist slit by bones and... Or you go through this a little tunnel entrance that was covered up with rocks and stuff so no one would go in. And so they go through the bones because it's like, fuck, no one's been through there. That place is evil. That's where my friend went in and disappeared. So they crawl through, and it's a straight shot. And when they get to the end, there's that door that's fucked up. like that. They came out right where yeah, they were. But it was backwards. Mm -hmm. And the dude was like, I swear, this thing is straight across. I've never been here. His graffiti tag is there. And they're like, oh, yeah, right. And he's like, I swear, I've never fucking been through there. But they have no other option because the crawl space collapsed, so they have to go through Evil Tunnel, which leads me to believe they were already within Hell's
1: reach. But I don't know. You know, I I feel, and fuck, I say this pretty much every episode, I feel like we really haven't done justice as far as explaining the movie. It's hard to, They just go down into the catacombs, and they're trying to fucking find the stone. Then they're trying to find their way out, and evil bad shit is happening left and right. It's just, it's all sorts of shit. I would have been in the fetal position. Yeah. Just thumb in my mouth, just (laughs) come kill me so many times. I just can't go through this shit anymore. In in the very end, three of them manage to make it out, and it's so crazy because there's this. They jump down this hole, which I thought was kind of weird too, because they jump down this long hole and they all live. Yeah. And but they're like, oh, now what? And then there's this circular hole at the bottom, and they push it down, and they move it to the side, and it's like the street. Yep. But they're upside down. It's it's hard to it's, They
0: put the they put the camera outside of the hole. Upside down, and th- that's truly how it was too, uh, because they're coming out from hell onto the surface.
1: So they crawl out of the manhole down first. Yeah, down into like the real world. The real world. Yeah, which was a really cool. It, effect. It's a
0: weird perspective change, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was really cool too. Mm-hmm. And it was because like seven hundred and fourteen feet or forty one or whatever it was was hell, and so, and it's as as above, so below, and you remember. As soon as they get to hell, they go through another door, and they're like, oh, this is just everything we did but backwards. And that thing, that it showed like the the it was the painting on the wall that had the guy with the beard, and it was like a bunch of stuff below, and it was upside down. Mm-hmm. So really going down past that point is going up. Yeah. So yeah, they were just going. They descended so far, and then they had to ascend really far. And I don't know.
1: Yeah. It was cool. It was cool. It
0: cool was to cool to think
1: about. Definitely.
0: All right, um, favorite parts? When they're in hell, and there's the creepy guy with the black cloak. Uh, it's like it's a hood, but it's really pointy and goes backwards. Um, that guy's creepy, and uh, it shows him walk by, and then at one point he's sitting in a chair, and they're just, like sneaking behind him, and it shows him get up, yeah. and like he has this like weird effect on him where he's constantly like. Leaving like this weird, like mythical black dust behind him almost, and it's like he's like white as a piece of paper, and whenever um, Scarlet had run off to go put the st- the philosopher's stone back so that she could help save her friend, um, there it shows um, Zed's point of view, and there's like a ton of them. I liked to think he was the Grim Reaper, but then there's like a billion of them, but yeah, there's just this random like nice chair in the middle of, like, just in the middle of this cave room, a billion feet down, and he's just sitting in it. Fuck that guy. That's, that's the creepiest part of right. this entire movie. I agree. I mean, the, the stone wall people, that I guess, are, like, trapped souls. I mean, that's creepy, too, whenever they come out and fucking bite someone in the neck, but nothing beats that guy.
1: I, I think if I was to go through a haunted house, and, like, there's a guy who's running at me with a chainsaw, yeah, that, that could be scary. But if I'm going in a haunted house and there's some dude in a cloak and he's just sitting in a chair with his back to me, just the not knowing. Yeah. That's so much fucking creepier. And
0: the cool, calm, collected evil is always worse mm-hmm. than the psycho evil. Yep. At least me thinking about it.
1: There <laughs> were so many creepy characters in this. The creep factor was very, very high.
0: Like this movie wasn't like super scary, but it was very atmospheric. Like, it it led you to believe they actually were in hell and not in just another cave in the catacombs.
1: Yeah, there was never a point to where you didn't think something was about to happen.
0: It was uneasy. Yes. And the music and stuff they played
1: was really good for it. And and some of it was going on actually down there. It was hard to know what was was the soundtrack, I guess. And and what was part of the mm -hmm. movie, where they could hear it. Man, there were there were so many little parts that I could call my favorite part. There, there was one time when they swam through some stuff and that guy who kept showing up, who'd been living down there for a long time, was just sitting in kind oh, of in the darkness, corner. kind of snoring or like this heavy... Raggedy breathing. Yeah, and he had his head down and the girl goes over and you just know some shit's about to happen. And he gets up and he scares her, but he's still he's still just standing there. And then she goes and she touches him and he just has this fucking superhuman. He choke slams her. Yeah, and just slams her head into the ground over and over and over. And then he's gone. Yeah. And it's like that guy kept on showing up. So that was fucking creepy. I, I did really like when you can see they're going to walk around this corner and you can just hear flames. And, and you can
0: see it on the wall, mm-hmm.
1: uh, the glow. And just a thousand feet underground, there's this fucking sedan completely on fire. <laughs> yeah. There's a dude in it who's a- alive and it's evidently. Like like you said earlier, Papillon's friend who mm-hmm. got in a car wreck or something with him, and Papillon got out, but his friend died. And you can only assume because he says, it wasn't my fault. Yeah, and then he starts getting dragged by his feet, but not he's not like horizontal on the ground. He's, he's just like standing. Leaning, yeah, but he's leaning back, and yeah. it drags him into the the burning car. And, of course, they're trying to hold on to him, like, no, what the fuck? But it was so visually kick-ass to walk around that corner down in this cave and just see a fucking (laughs) car completely on fire. Just completely engulfed in flames. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it
0: just gives you a glimpse of hell's power. But That's just hell fucking with them.
1: I'll call that my favorite part, but I don't know. These people had balls the size of (laughs) fucking... Earth. Yeah. I mean or the size it, of the catacombs. How about that? N- never did they seem to panic. And like Except I said Except for Benji. Well but he died. Yeah. So. There'd be so many times, like I said earlier, where I would just be like, right, oh, I'm done. Shut I, down. I'm just gonna lay down and just come get this over with. I, I there's no <laughs> there's no more fight left in me. If I see another one of those guys with the hood, if I see another little boy in a striped shirt, if just <laughs> it was just too much bad stuff. Too much bad stuff. <laughs> yeah. All right, bucket of chicken time.
0: Um, whoever came up with the shit that was going to be in hell, I, I want to give it to them because I thought a lot of the stuff was really cool and just not just like insanely scary, but just like really creepy and uneasy. And that's what I feel like uh, is my favorite way for hell to be portrayed. Not just this like fiery landscape, but more of just something that like really bothers you. A lot.
1: Yeah, because you could hear screams every now and then. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, and the like, there was faces in the walls, and they were, like, kind of moaning a little bit. And it's, like, it gives you this feeling of, like, this is probably the worst place I could ever be ever. Like, this is horrible seeming. I don't know. But I I just like that everyone has to battle their, like, personal thing. I, I like that. And it seems like it gave them redemption. Yeah. See, I, I didn't need all that shit. I uh, yeah, I, I don't give I, a fuck about any of that. I, I like just, it to be more dark than like heartfelt moments like that, like, oh, we've overcome our issues. Yeah.
1: Let's go back. Well, it's like listening <laughs> to a song for me. I like I don't really necessarily listen to the lyrics. I just like I, I hear them, but I don't really pay a whole lot of attention you know, to the story they're telling or anything like that. That's like this movie. I didn't need that shit. I, I love the melody. I love the music. I, I love the words, even though I wasn't really paying attention. It, mm-hmm. in, in a way, I mean, metaphorically speaking. I know that's. that's I kind of feel like I pretty, know what you mean. Pretty but... deep concept there, but <laughs> um, that's how I felt about it. I I give my bucket of chicken just to the creepiness, the creepy factor in this was was really really high. I just I really enjoyed the oh fuck what are we about to see next? Mm-hmm. I know I'm about to see some some shit. And you, you did, yeah, over and over and over. All right, score time. Uh,
0: I, I'm kind of feeling like you might rate it higher than me, uh, but I think I'm going to go with an 87. Okay, it's it's really between giving it a nice 87 or a 90, but I feel like, <laughs> but I feel like 87. Yeah, because I I just I don't know if I can give this movie an A, but at the same time, it feels like maybe a low A. I'm just gonna stick with 87.
1: Oh, you crack me up! Unless it's a 100, you're always like, "Let's I'm gonna give this. it a 78, or you know, but I kind of want to give it a B. But a B sounds a little high, but because I like, like a telling 70. the people
0: that I'm not, this is a B. <laughs> I, I like to let them know, like, this is like a quality ish, yeah, but not enough for me, yeah. Um, I like I like letting the people know the exact thought process.
1: Yeah, this movie at first I was like, "eh, this is kind of, eh, I don't know how this is gonna be." But once they got down in the catacombs and shit started happening, it, it sucked me in. I may look back on it and go, eh, "I don't know if it was as great as I remember it being." But yeah, I'm I'm a little bit higher than you. I, I'm giving it an eighty-eight. Nice. Yeah, I did. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. Fucking Rotten Tomatoes, you got this thing wrong. Yeah, I, I don't get I it. I recommend twenty six. Yeah, I recommend this movie to anybody. Just just check it out,
0: man. It's it's, it's not like it's not going to scare you, the shit out of you or give your mom a heart attack or anything. No,
1: it's worth a watch for it, sure. It's a it's a good movie. I agree. Good movie. All right, got anything else? I do not. All right, before I say goodbye, I'm gonna throw this down, and and you bust me if I don't stick with it. Okay. I already have my movie for next week. Okay. A lot of times I pick my movie, like I'll I'll even text him, hey, that afternoon, like at two o'clock, hey, I already got my movie, and then by the time we record, it's it's not my movie. And it's
0: only like four hours later. Dude,
1: I got my movie and I'm gonna write it down on a piece of paper or something like that. I'm gonna put it somewhere and, and you're gonna see that that I'm sticking with it this time.
0: Well then it's I'm it's a gonna, guarantee. I'm gonna write down on a piece of paper, ha ha
1: no, nope, I'm sticking with it. I'm excited about the movie that that I've picked. And aren't you always? Well. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't uh move the, this particular movie you've picked into a
1: different category. No, but I it came to me the other day. You have been sure before.
0: <laughs> you have literally told me that you were sure cuz I've made this joke to you. I know. Like you know you'll be like, "Yeah, I picked it." And I'll be like, "No, you didn't." And then you'll be like, yeah, you're right. I didn't. And then we'll hit the record button and start going.
1: You you know what I'll do? I I think, like, can you put it in notes and, like, yeah. So in notes, it has the day you put it in there and the time. Okay. And you already have it? No, I'm going to put it in. I'm going to put it in as soon as we're done. All right. And and you will see the date will be today's date and and the time. November 10th,
0: 9.06 p.m. Mm -hmm.
1: Vince has his movie. guarantee. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to episode number 72 of Movie Muggin. We so appreciate you listening. If you'd like to keep up with us, we are on Twitter and Instagram at Movie Muggin. If you'd like to email us, Movie at gmail.com. Have a Movie Muggin day. See ya.
0: Fuck you. I'm going to fucking take a shit on you.